Do you find it hard to say no, hard to put boundaries in place and protect yourself from people using you and taking from you? That can cause some real resentment and that's what I want to talk about today. Hey, I'm Christy Davis and you're listening to the Self-Improvement Room podcast. Hello, good afternoon, morning, night, middle of the night, wherever you are in the world, wherever you are listening, I hope you're having a fantastic time part of the day. This is visit number 29 to the self-improvement room and today we are talking about how setting boundaries can stop you from feeling resentful. And I want to talk about this because I've been listening to a lot of Brene Brown's research and a lot of her talks and her books and I'm just finding so many things that she's talked about or is talking about are the things that I've gone through in my personal development journey. But one part of her research has really struck a chord with me because it's something that I've been working on in the background myself for the last hmm, almost 12 months, but the last six months especially. And her research around this particular topic is, well, it's actually really insightful and it's not what I was expecting. And when you read her stuff or delve into her stuff, you can tell it's not really what she was expecting either. So I want to go through her research. This is not my work, um, but I have lived this work and I am living this work. So that's why I want to share it with you because I find that understanding this and she's done a lot of research over 15 years into this particular topic uh, around compassion and around boundaries. And I want to share that with you because it has made a significant difference or I've had a significant shift in perception when it comes to feeling compassion towards others and also my problem with setting boundaries. I'm getting better at that, but I've always been a yes man and I've always been a rescuer. And that's something that I don't have the time or the energy to do anymore if I want to reach the goals that I have in my life. And that's why I want to share this with you because whether you have goals in life or in work or within your family or just in your friendship circles, this can be incredibly helpful, incredibly powerful to understand the research behind compassion and boundaries or how the two can seem completely unrelated, but yet they are completely related. So that's what I want to talk about today. Now, we live in a pretty fast-paced and interconnected world So setting boundaries might not always seem like a top priority. I know I find myself saying yes to way, way more than I can handle. And then I overextend myself and I neglect my own well-being in the process. Not all of the time. I do this a lot less now, but I still do it. And that leads me to burnout. And... 
the research and the insights of Brene Brown, who is a very well-known author and researcher, and she's a vulnerability expert, she reveals this fascinating link between setting boundaries and cultivating compassion. So she's saying that there's this link between people who set boundaries and have compassion. So let's dig deeper into that paradox of boundaries and compassion. And we'll take a look at how establishing healthy boundaries can lead to increased compassion for both ourselves and for others. When I first heard it, and she kind of comes through with the research and said the same thing, it's a little counterintuitive to associate setting boundaries with being compassionate. And showing compassion and kindness is a huge value uh, that I've always had as far back as I can remember, like literally doing up shoelaces and raincoats for my friends in kindergarten. Uh, I've always had that want and drive to be kind and compassionate. And I've lost that along the way. (laughs) Sometimes I've got to be honest, there have been years at a time where I haven't shown much compassion and I've really struggled to show kindness. But I find that the more self-work I do, the more I am on this personal development journey the more I am going back to those roots, which I don't even know where they came from. I mean, I can assume that they are genetic and probably come from my mum's side of the family because they are all very compassionate, kind human beings. So uh, I feel like I'm kind of getting back to those roots and to learn that I have to set boundaries to do that well was a surprise because sometimes boundaries can seem selfish or they don't feel great to be putting in place. And uh, recently, actually, recently I was talking to my sister who is, she's very kind and very compassionate and understanding and I worry sometimes that she'll be the type of person that, you know, lets people walk all over her. Um, not lets people walk all over. I don't think anyone lets people, but they are more reluctant to do anything about it. She was telling me a story how she was worried about her daughter and one of her daughter's friends. And she actually took the time to go and have a conversation with the friend's mum. And that was a massive massive step for her she wasn't going there to be rude she wasn't going there to put her daughter down she was going there to say hey this is what's happening I want to bring it to you and I want to see if we can work together on this because I'm not okay with that behavior and thankfully neither was the other parent and it was a great outcome for her but I just was so surprised I guess and I feel bad for saying that but I was so surprised at how she put those boundaries in place. And I thought to myself, God, I don't know if I would even have the balls to do that. <laughs> I mean, I would over time, you know, get the courage up to do that. But it was just something that she said, it was hard, but, you know, I knew I had to do it. And I just thought, wow, that is just such a shining example of compassion with boundaries. And it came from the sister that 
is the least capable of doing that because she's probably got the softest heart and the most understanding. So I was incredibly proud to see that and she's never heard of this research at all until she told me that story and then I told her about this. But boundaries, sometimes they can seem selfish, but they're not. Brene Brown's work shows this powerful paradox by establishing boundaries you aren't excluding or detaching but it's really this profound expression of self-compassion and empathy for both people for you and whoever you're putting that boundary in place for so what we want to do is by putting these boundaries in place we want to protect our own well-being so setting boundaries means recognizing your own limits and your own needs and I said something along the lines of needing to love yourself and put yourself first just in some content recently and oh my gosh, I was so surprised at the abusive message, just one, but still the abusive comment that was left there telling me that I had no clue and no idea because I wanted to exercise self-love. For me, that was sad. I felt for this person. Anyway, that aside, um, you have to prioritise yourself. You have to prioritise self-care and safeguard your own emotional health and your own mental health. That is an act of self-compassion and that allows you to show up as your best self, not only for you but for others, for your family, for your children. It allows you to show up and do your best. You have to honour your authenticity. So what that means is you have to be you. So when you're setting boundaries, you are being true to yourself and you're being true to your values. That kind of authenticity or that being true to yourself is really the cornerstone of self-compassion because it means that you're living in alignment with what you believe and what you desire and what you value. When you live out of alignment with those things, you become resentful. So if I make a decision because I feel pressured, but it doesn't align with my values, you can be damn sure I'm going to resent whoever is making me make that decision, even though I have the last say. And that's because I don't have the capacity or the capability to put myself first. And I've done that a lot in the past. I've said yes to things where I'm like, why did I say that? They made me feel guilty. I felt like I had to do it. Now I'm stuck doing this shit and they don't even care. They don't care. They don't care if I'm here doing this for free. And so now I'm stuck dealing with my own resentment and being pissed off with myself and the world. (laughs) But had I had the self-compassion to put a boundary in place and go, you know what, that doesn't align with my values or I'm not accepting that or it doesn't work for me right now but ask me again in the future, then perhaps, perhaps then I wouldn't have felt so resentful. I have often in the past really found myself burnt out from overcommitting and I've got a lot going on right now and I feel completely overcommitted Uh, but I am setting boundaries. It's really pushing me to set boundaries so that I can pull back from leading to burnout because I can see that that's what's going to come if I don't slow down and I'm sure a lot of you can relate. You just keep going and going and going and you're like, well, when does this stop? It stops when you put your boundary in place. 
by putting those boundaries in place, you can avoid burnout and that means you can sustain your energy and resilience and that will ultimately allow you to offer more meaningful support and more compassion to others. So that's that's our role in the self-compassion <laughs> and boundary committing part of this conversation. Now, how is putting boundaries in place an act of compassion for others? A great example of this and something that I work on a lot actually with my kids, not so much in regards to boundaries, but clear communication. Healthy boundaries involve clear and respectful communication. When you express your needs and your limits honestly, you provide others around you with that clarity they need to interact with you in a more considerate and compassionate way. You also have to have respect for their boundaries. So just as you set your boundaries for yourself, you need to respect the boundaries of others because that demonstrates your understanding and compassion for their needs and their limitations. And if you do these things, it helps reduce resentment because resentment can and does, trust me, build up when you consistently sacrifice your own well-being for the sake of others. That's something I've done all of my life. And you will get pushback when that changes for you. When you start putting healthy boundaries in place, people won't like it. But over time, they will respect it because by setting those boundaries, you're preventing your resentment from festering and building up. And it allows you to maintain that better, more compassionate relationship with other people. One big thing Brene Brown talks about is self-reflection. And this is something that I actually feel I do quite well. I never used to, but it's something that I've worked on. If you can take the time to assess your own needs and limits and what is essential for your well-being, then you can look and establish where you need to set those boundaries. So if you communicate clearly when you're setting your boundaries and kindly and you explain your reasoning and you express what your boundaries are without judgment or blame, then you are cultivating that self-care, that self-compassion, and you're taking the time to actually reflect on who you are as a person and what you need. The other thing that I work on is practicing empathy because when other people set boundaries with you, you have to have respect and you have to have empathy. Recognize that their boundaries aren't a rejection. They're just an act of self-care and their authenticity and their boundaries are just as important as yours. I've talked a lot about, and especially recently, a lot about self-compassion because I really believe that self-compassion and self-love is at the basis of most mental health issues that we struggle with in life. That, which combined with thoughts over and over and over again, lead you to wherever you are in life today. If you can have self-compassion, be gentle with yourself while you navigate the process of setting and maintaining boundaries and realize that it's okay to make mistakes, then that self-compassion will help you grow and learn. So let's go back over those few things that we've talked about. So looking at this as a practical guide or practical steps to help you cultivate compassion through boundaries based on Brene Brown's research, we need to, number one, self-reflect. So take the time to assess what you need, what is essential for you and your well-being and where you need to establish boundaries. Two, 
Communicate those boundaries clearly and kindly. Explain your reasoning if and express your boundaries without judgment or blame. Then practice empathy. When we set boundaries, we are expecting people to follow them. So when others set boundaries, practice empathy and respect. Recognize that their boundaries, like I said before, aren't a rejection. It just means that they're acting on their self-care and who they are as a person. And that leads to self-compassion. So be gentle on yourself. Be kind. Be compassionate of yourself, for yourself. Brene Brown's research reminds us that, or doesn't even remind us, I mean, I didn't know or realise that setting boundaries is not an act of selfishness, but it's actually a way to love who you are and show yourself compassion and empathy. By saying no, by saying this is not okay or no, I cannot do this or not right now, it helps protect your well-being and it protects who you are. And that's important because if you start to do things that don't align with who you are and what you value, you are going to build resentment. And that leads to relationship breakdowns and it leads to the demise of friendships and it leads to resenting and hating your job. And eventually it leads to being unhappy in general. So that's how important this is. Boundaries allow you to have clarity, reduce the resentment, enhance your relationships and ultimately it just leads to a more compassionate and fulfilling life. The more you honour those boundaries, the more you can extend your compassion to the world around you, to your friends, to your family, to whoever is in your world, to whoever is important to you. And for me, that's a huge thing that is so important for me to be able to give and to give on a large scale. But to do that, I now realise that I have to be able to say no. And while most of the time I can, I have to say I am worried about what people think. I don't, well, people that are close to me, I don't want to upset people. But then I've got to ask myself, well, am I willing to upset myself and my values to make somebody else happy? And should they really be asking that of me in the first place? So there you have it. That's a lot to, um, that's a lot to unpack, I think. <laughs> and uh, it's not easy and growth is not easy. It's, uh, it's challenging. It's difficult. A lot of us want to give up, but it's worth it. It is really, really worth it. All right, there we go. Until next week, my friends, thank you for tuning in to episode number 29 of the Self-Improvement Room podcast where today we talked about the beautiful Brene Brown's research and next week we're talking about how to forgive yourself as a parent or your parent when you finally realise the gravity of the mistakes you might have made. So tune in next week for episode number 30. Thank you for joining me today, tonight, yesterday, next week, whenever you are tuning in. 
<laughs> All right. Stay safe and stay well.